Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. And just about the time I got to it, it just went Catfishing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I had a had a minnow and a bobber on. I fish him for walleye or catfish or whatever, but it was a I'd say it was a catfish. Uh, but it just went wing. I mean it went out in the lake quite a way before it ever landed. And what's that say? Five years or? Yeah, five years. Hey guys. One of the best parts of hunting and fishing are the people and their stories. The outdoors has a way of bringing a group of people together, even complete strangers. This is a couple of the guys at Turkey Camp. One of them is holding up a worn photograph of two men proudly holding up a rod and reel. While about 10 of us fill up our plates with some good food, gather round, and join the BS session. Five years later, my dad and older brother, they're all, they're all dead now, but I uh, was over there fishing at Bridgeview, and my dad hooked that rod and one of the metal part of the eye on the rod, pulled it up. He said it was kind of hung up for a little bit. He said he kept working it and yanking on it. And it came up, the reel was still on the rod. <laughs> I mean, I had the box of reel coming in. I had, I had the leather pouch that the, the rod came in. I was work. I'd pour lead heads. I'd pour, I'd pour lead heads and, and making uh, rubber jigs for a guy here in town when I got when I got out of school part time. Yeah. When I was just like a freshman in high school. And, uh, and anyway, I come home that night from work, I got off at five, and I get ready to walk around, go in the house, and there laid this damn rod and reel on my vehicle. And, uh, 
I mean, I recognized it right away. I mean, that's just like what I lost in Lake Rathbun, I said to myself. And then when I cleaned that rod and it had on it Kurt Gowdy Parametric, and I had the cage for it, I knew it was mine. And that's unbelievable. That's like one of the many chances there you get that. That's run. unbelievable. Five years later, they pulled it out of the water. Five years later, my dad hooked it by the metal part of the eye because the eyes, if you touch the eyes, they just crumble. There's still a couple eyes on that rod, but if you just touch them, they just crumble. I mean, they laid there in the water for five years. And my real, I'll show you guys this reel. I've got it. It's got two or three holes that ate completely through the casing of it. I tore that reel completely apart and cleaned it and greased it. And that son of a bitch works just as good as it did the day it was new. Isn't that a rad story? If you listened in to our last episode, Turkey Camp Part 1, I introduced Jeremy McCarty with Giving Back Outdoors. The awesome dude responsible for such a great experience and putting together these camps every year. The story you heard just now was narrated by his father, who is lovingly referred to as Catfish. And they weren't the only father-son duo at camp. Carlos Ortiz is a Marine, a father, an avid outdoorsman who is very passionate about passing on the lifestyle and creating memories in the outdoors with his son, Dominic. Like I mentioned earlier, the outdoors has a way of bringing us all together. And from my own experience, I know how even more special that is when it's with your parent. Here we go, talking to Carlos and Dominic about their turkey camp experience together. Southern Iowa with Dominic and Carlos, father-son that I just met about 10 minutes ago. Yep. <laughs> so these questions are going to be pretty organic. I don't I don't know much about you guys, uh, but I did hear some really great things before you walked in the door uh, after my turkey hunt and heard you guys had some really great success as we well. We did. We did. <laughs> Dominic, my son here, you know, he's his first turkey hunt ever. Uh, you know, two hours in, two hours, 18 minutes took to get his first turkey, 45, 50 yard shot. That's amazing. Dropped him on the spot. Your first one ever? Yes. How old are you? 12. 12? Were you super, were you nervous, excited? Not really. No? <laughs> Just cool as a cucumber. Like, not, nothing's rattling him at all. That's awesome. Have you is this have you been hunting together before? Yes. Yes, yeah. he has. Actually, this year we did a we did a, a deer hunt with him. Uh, same with GBO, and he shot his first buck this year. That's amazing. Let's tell him a little bit about that. <laughs> he was he was shaking that thing, <laughs> weren't you? Yes. I get the shakes after. Do you shake after? Are you shaking after? Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, could you guys just briefly introduce yourselves? And... Um, I'm Carlos Ortiz. Uh, I, uh, I've been in Iowa since, since I was uh, 11 years old. Uh, I uh, graduated in 2002 from South Tama, uh, joined the Marine Corps in 02. Uh, in uh, 2004, I uh, went to Ramadi, Iraq uh, with 2nd Battalion, 4th Marines. The Magnificent Bastards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool name. I love saying that. <laughs> but yeah, I, we deployed to Ramadi. Uh, it was a six-month tour. I got wounded out there in an ambush. Uh, I ended up getting hit with a hand grenade. Uh, oh, wow. While we were doing some uh, patrols in the street. And then uh, almost lost my left hand. I got peppered on my left side. Uh me and a couple of me and a buddy of mine kind of saved each other he uh um when that frag was coming rolling towards us we we were in the prone and he kind of threw his left hand over me you know kind of in the hugging position and uh i took the blunt of the blast uh i kind of laid on top of him covered his face and stuff and you know, a grenade blew up, knocked me out. They thought I was dead because I was laying there for about, I don't know, five minutes, you know. In my mind, I thought I got up. Yeah. I thought I got up quick. And when I got up, it was, you know, I didn't feel nothing or anything. I just got up and tried to grab my weapon from under me. I laid on top of it, so it would get damaged. And uh, that's when I realized my hand was just mangled. Um, couldn't grip it or nothing, so I picked it up with my right hand and... We continued fighting that day. Uh, a REACT team came to help us out, and they got hit too. Uh, a squad that was about, I don't know, maybe a half mile, two miles ahead of us, uh, they were ambushed too. Pretty much the whole city turned against us that day on April 6, 2004. Um, every unit that was, you know, our unit that was out there, every patrol that was out there, platoon-wise, uh, they all got ambushed that day. The streets were just uh, normally filled with people, you know. It's just a big city, marketplace and everything. Uh, you know, people everywhere. Uh, that day we went on a patrol, we noticed right away. I mean, there was nobody out there, no kids. Usually we got kids following us around. Uh, that day there was nothing, just, you know, dead town, you know, nothing around. And we knew something was up then. Uh, and then the loudspeakers started coming up and they started you know saying stuff in Iraqi pretty much you know calling jihad on us and that's when it all started we took the turn on easy street and got lit up by machine gun fires and RPGs and small arms AKs uh, really nowhere to hide but to start kicking indoors and going into houses and clearing houses and uh, that's when uh, we noticed you know we were fighting the same enemy that was that was uh, usually engaging us, you know. They usually fire on us and uh, pop shots here and there, and as soon as we return fire, they'll, you know, pretty much run off. And that day, actually, you know, it was a whole different type of fight. Uh, these guys knew what they were doing. You know, they set up an ambush. They they maneuvered on us, split our squad up, and, you know, pretty much in, the, in half. So half the squad was, you know, four or five blocks away, another squad was, you know, quite a ways away from us, and it was just, uh, it was just madness, you know. 
oh, you know, just the how the whole city turned against us, you know, people walking out of their houses, just regular people with AKs and just opening fire on us, you know, wow. just because they seen us vulnerable at that moment. And yeah. they decided, you know, so, and these ain't enemy that are, you know, dressed in uniform or nothing. These are just regular civilians and, you know, you got guys dressed in black and those guys are the ones that knew what, you know, they knew what they were doing. Yeah. They weren't your regular small Joe out there. Yeah. Holy cow. I don't even know what to begin to say to that. Like that's, it's a, it's a crazy story. No. Thank you for your service. I appreciate your support. A hundred times. Like couldn't say it enough. Honestly, I have a lot of love for the Marines too. It's a big thing in, in my family. A lot of, um, my grandfather was a drill sergeant in the Marines and nice. just a major respect for it and appreciation. So, Thank you again. I think that's a, it's amazing Appreciate like what it. you've done and what that group of men and women have done. It's just unfathomable to me. I don't always know what to say, but I think yeah. it's amazing. And so that was in 2004. That was in 04 uh, when, uh, when that happened. Uh, I got out in 06, had about a year of uh, surgeries and, you know, recovery time. Uh, you know, I wanted to stay in, but with my condition I uh pretty much got uh medically retired out of there yeah and wasn't able to continue on so you know after that I got out and kind of lost my purpose you know I uh kind of went downhill and went down the rocky road you know uh it was just hard to uh you know know that I'm back and I still got brothers out there fighting and yeah. stuff you know and I had, you know, I was a fire team leader. I had my fire team still out there, you know. And that, that you know, I took that pretty hard and just, you know, pretty much watching my brothers come back in bags, you know. You know, people that I just, you know, it was, uh, that was the hardest part, you know, just not being able to do nothing, feeling helpless, you know. Uh, that was probably pretty hard, you know. That, that hit me hard, uh. Um, wanted to go back, couldn't go back. My buddy that got hit with the frag with me, he ended up recovering quick, and he ended up going back, you know, really? and, and uh, joining back with our with our uh, squad. Yeah. So. Yeah. Do you guys are you guys still really close now? Oh yeah, we're all pretty close. All yeah. our, our golf company. Um, we were called uh, Joker Three. Uh, we have a <clears throat> pretty tight knit group. Um, I imagine. Oh, yeah. We get together every year for a Memorial Day weekend, and uh, we'll travel to different states to honor a fallen brother. So wherever that brother was from, no matter what state he's from, we'll visit, go, get together, and, you know, be like 50 of us, 80 of us out there gathered together, and we'll honor and do the visit the gravesite, meet the family, brothers, sisters, and, you know, honor them in that way. And Yeah, that's powerful stuff. I mean, yeah. you don't hear, I, I, don't, I don't hear about that side of it as much. Like, that's that's super cool. How uh, do you, I, I, and I guess I don't know. I know you're from Iowa, but did you grow up I pretty hunting? much, yeah, pretty much grew up fishing. Yeah. around here, yes. Yeah. I have a, one of my best friends, uh, one of our first podcasts that we did, it was about, uh, how the outdoors helps him with his PTSD and how it's been an, it's been an outlet for him and he started an organization uh, helping 
veterans with similar things, but just Definitely. time passing with his uh, with his brothers, they would talk about hunting. And so when uh, they all came back, that's the first thing that they did together. And yeah. that was just, it. Was, even when they weren't doing it, it was like an outlet to talk about. It was something to kind of escape to. Yeah. And I didn't know if that was always been a part of your life or if, if yeah, it's a big I mean, part it, of your life it, now. Yeah, I mean, it was, but it wasn't as big as it is now. Yeah. Um, once I got back, like I said, I mean, I got, you know, went downhill and just making bad choices and, you know, kind of lost my purpose there. But, you know, once I, you know, came back to Iowa and met some people, uh, I met Jeremy McCarty, I met Brad Hanawalt, and we got, you know, really, really got back into the outdoors. Uh, you know, that kind of, you know, in a way helped me out a lot, you know, uh, helped me through some hard times, definitely. Uh, just being able to be there in the outdoors. I love being outdoors. I love fishing. I love hunting. You know, it's just, it gave, you know, in a way it gave me a purpose, you know, and, yeah. and with us uh, starting, uh, you know, giving back outdoors, it, it, you know, it's given me a, a good purpose to, you know, to help out other vets and, and kids and take them out and show them what the outdoors have, you know, has done to me and helped me out. You yeah. Know? Now I got my son here, Dominic, and, you know, I want to show him, you know, I want to, and still, you know, the hunting and, and the fishing and the outdoors, you know, let them build that love for 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 hunting and fishing. Yeah, at the very least, and I bet and I bet you will love it forever, not saying that, but I think that when kids get introduced early, it, like, teaches them a lot about attention to detail and hard work and appreciating nature, and there's so much, like, more that's layers, right. more layers to it than just hunting, you know? There is. And I think that's, I love hearing that. I hope that... Every time I talk about this, I, I hope that it inspires someone to take their kid yes, out because that's, it's something that, you know, we need to keep doing. And that's what it's all about with giving back outdoors, you know, just, you know, giving back to, you know, to the vets and to the kids, you know, and yeah. showing them that, you know, that it, you know, find a vet, you know, that's having a hard time, you know, a lot of times that, you know, you take them out fishing and hunting, you know, they, they open up to you, you know, because they, they you can relate to them and, you know, it's some of them guys are, you know, alone and, you know, they got friends from high school, but they can't not relate to them or friends they make that, you know, it, it's not the same. Yeah. Uh, once, you yeah. know, they meet another vet and, you know, they know what you've been through and you kind of get an idea of, you know, what they've been through. It, it builds a bond and, and it's a brotherhood for life pretty much after that. And it, it it's a life changer. Yeah. <clears throat> I've seen that a lot. Just blessed to have been involved and help with some events like that and surround myself with that and just it's 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 powerful stuff like whether you, you know um I, I haven't served in the military but being able to help with those things and i've done a lot of stuff with kids as well it's just it makes it you know selfishly it help it makes me feel good and makes me better at just a better outdoorsman as well i feel like just the net like the community and spending that time with people yeah. and seeing how it impacts people on a deeper level it's just good stuff it do, is. Do you want to talk about G GBO a little bit more? Like how that kind of just came to be? Well, yeah. Uh, uh, me and, uh, you know, when I met Jeremy McCarty and, and Brad, uh, you know, just hunting together and fishing and stuff. And, you know, it's, it was just, uh, you know, just an idea that came up and we rolled with it. And, it, you know, it's, you know, now it's growing and we're getting vets out here and, you know, getting them into the outdoors. Uh, and, you know, we can't wait till we get more vets out here and, you know, help them out, change lives. And 
you know, get them back in the outdoors. Yeah, absolutely. Do you feel like it's a lot of introducing them for the first time, or is it oftentimes you're getting them back back into it? Or a mix both. Of both. Yeah. Both. Yeah. You know, some some of the guys, you know, never been hunted before, never fished before, and they were into this, and they love it. Yeah. I, it's and, it's cool when you can get an adult into it, too. Yes, Just like it's a piece that's been oh, missing yeah. for so long, right. and then they're like, what have I been missing my whole life? Yeah. That's oh, a really yeah. cool you thing. You know, and other guys, you know, they've, they've hunted and fished before. They just, you know, got into that stage where, you know, kind of kind of left that alone. And then, yeah. you know, and just being able to get back to it, you know, and, and, uh, <laughs> Just giving them the opportunity again, just to enjoy it and 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 uh, how they like it. You know, they're they're smiling and laughing. You know, it just bring that joy back to the you know, feeling good moments. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And, and that's what it's all about. You know. Absolutely. Changing them guys and uh, for the better and and I mean, if it wasn't for the outdoors, I don't know where I would be right now. To tell you the truth, you know, just. Uh, you know, and this this GBO is giving us a chance, you know, just to give back, you know, give back. I just, you know, it's just my purpose now. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, you know, even though it's not, it's not the same story, not even, not even close, you know, for me, but that's what I wanted to start this podcast for is because the outdoors has been in my life since I was five years old. It's my first, it's my first memory. It's, it's been my when times are really bad, we go hunting and fishing as a family, you know, whether we were, you know, if we had a lot of money or didn't have a lot of money or we didn't, you know, we didn't, we weren't always getting along. That was how we could come back to like a good place. It's just a place of healing, even though we didn't talk about that. Yeah, it just was. And I think, you know, I've always had a hard time growing up in Iowa. I'm thinking, I live in Iowa. Like, I live in, like, hunting paradise, you know? The Mecca. Yeah, but I didn't know that many real avid hunters, like, as I got older, and I was confused by that. And then there's just a lot of backlash about, you know, there's always that backlash with hunting, right? Yeah. But, and I'm, and I was trying to figure out a way to talk about different perspectives because there's just so much more to it than like a picture and a trophy you know it's just it's just not about that like that's not what it is it's not it's you know it's brought uh it's just changed my life you know a lot yeah and uh you know it's changed many others and it will continue to do it Mm -hmm. and you know for the good yeah yeah we have to just keep passing it on regardless of the pushback if there is any you know what about the two of you? Like, what's your next adventure? Oh, we're getting ready to do a little, little fish in the mother for a Mother's Day. Oh yeah. Uh, just me, my wife, and my two kids. I got a daughter that's uh, eight years old. Awesome. And uh, we're gonna go after some cats on the river. <laughs> find a nice sandbar, pull up to it with a little cooler, and have a little picnic and spend the day out there. Our audience yelled flatheads in case oh, people yeah. didn't. <laughs> Big flatheads. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. what I like. Yeah. Uh, fish is another another uh, another one of my big hobbies that I love doing. I just love being out in the out in, on the river. Nice quiet out here's birds and no traffic and no people out there. Yeah. You know, yeah. Nice and peaceful. I you know, I get to reminisce on my own and maybe call a brother or two on the phone and Shoot the 
Keep the crap for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Is there, Dominic, is there anything you really want to hunt or fish for that you haven't yet? Whales, catfish, that seems really fun. Yeah. It is fun. Little I just whales. learned to, that'd be, that'd be super fun. I'd be pretty much jacked up for whatever. So I'm going to yeah. tell you, like, yeah, let's do it. It sounds <laughs> great. <laughs> is there anywhere, do you guys mostly hunt in Iowa? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Well, I don't know that. I mean, there's a lot here that people don't realize, I think, yeah, yeah. as well, and to take advantage of. And especially here, like, I live in more of the urban part of Iowa, but down here, it's just, it's beautiful. And it I is. don't think people have any idea the type of terrain and, like, ecosystem that's here for animals to thrive and how good hunting can be here. I just, oh, it's excellent down here. It's amazing. And you know how we obviously just just met was through was through Jeremy just yeah. kind of uh, just today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like how I got here. There's multiple um, <laughs> people deep on how I ended up coming here and turkey hunting. But you guys just had a great turkey hunt and got a we did double beard. Double beard. Yeah. Big that, time. Yeah, that is sick. Yeah. How far was that shot, Dominic? <laughs> 45, 50 yards. Laid him down. Like, that's a poke. Oh, like, that's, <laughs> that's not a short, like, shot for a turkey, uh -oh. not necessarily. And I took, uh, you know, when I went on this deer hunt, you know, that was his first deer. She was nervous. She was just, I know his adrenaline was pumping. I could see his barrel shaking around, you know, and he put a good shot on him and dropped him right there. And, uh, yeah. When today we went on this turkey hunt, you know, I kind of expected him, you know, kind of the same adrenaline to be pumping through him, but he was, he, he was nice and cool and collective that, yeah. today. He took his time. I was watching him and watching his finger and watching his breathing and he, uh, he, you know, everything I showed him and taught him, he put it, he put it into effect today. Yeah. That's amazing. Like that's what it, I, I was just having the conversation, you know, I'm, I'm almost 30 years old, and so now I'm at the point where my dad taught me everything, but now it's to a point where I think it's hard for him, but he wants me to be better than him, right? Like, he wants to make sure that I take all his knowledge, and then I'm better than that. And now he's he's not old by any means. He acts like he is, but he's not. But uh, he's to a point where he's a little bit more, like, casual with hunting. He doesn't want to go as hardcore anymore. Yeah. And I do a lot more solo stuff, and I had a wake-up call like oh my god I have to do these things on my own but like I was nervous but because of all that time I spent with my dad I can do those things like I don't have to lean on other people and I can actually teach other people and it took me a while to realize that oh my gosh like I actually have things to teach people you know um, but hunting with my dad is my he's my favorite person to hunt with so you know I just yeah. and I, you know and I want to do this for my son here Dominic you know my dad uh he, you know, he wasn't really around, you know, so I didn't really have a, a father figure to kind of teach me and, you know, do the fishing and hunt. You know, I started fishing with buddies from school, you know. Yeah. That's how I started getting into the outdoors. But uh, <clears throat> with my son here, you know, I want to I want to be there and I want to teach him everything I know. And, and I expect him to, you know, one day be better than me and shooting bigger deer and bigger turkeys than I can. Yeah. You know? And just like something I just find impressive with some of the kids I've been around that get to introduce at a young age, like yourself, is just, I don't know, 
the ability to slow down and pay attention and be present to what's going on around you is such a big thing right now because we live in a world where it's really easy to get distracted by everything and i just think it's really cool and i'm i'm sure dominic knows the impact it makes now but i think someday it'll be like oh my god (laughs) and that'll just be really sweet it'll just kind of happen i think but yeah. yeah, and I, you know, I just, I just love the quality time, you know, the quality yeah. time I get to spend with my son, you know. Yeah. You know, a few years back, you know, I never would have thought I would have been in this place right now, you know, with kids and, you know, my own son to take out fishing and help Yeah. You know, I, you know, my mind was just somewhere else at the time, but. Yeah. Now that I got the perfect opportunity, you know, to, to, you know, show him, show him a, a good path and, 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 and still, you know hunting and fishing in them and you know that that means a lot to me yeah you know, and i'm blessed to have this opportunity absolutely we all all of us here in this house there's a dozen of us here oh, yeah. <laughs> and i think we all really are really blessed for sure do you have any words of wisdom <laughs> words of wisdom or thoughts out there for people like wanting to get their kids out in the outdoors or that bonding time I know that sounds like a loaded question, but any thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I just, I mean, just get out there, get yeah. out, get out, and get out in the woods, and then, you know, if it's something simple, just a walk, you know, maybe just a fishing pole, just take your son out there. That, you know, your son's gonna, you know, son or daughter, they're gonna cherish that moment, you know, when they get older, they're gonna, yeah, they're gonna cherish that moment, and yeah. they're gonna pass it on to their kids, you know, and this is just a chain reaction. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. It's 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 uh it's good good uh good. I mean I don't, I don't think there's nothing better you know, bonding time with your kids you know just being out outdoors. Yeah. You know no matter what you're doing. I agree. You know just a walk in the woods, mushroom hunting, turkey hunting, deer hunting. Have you been mushroom hunting? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Have you guys had any luck this year? Well, we went out and found a few this year. It's been kind of kind of slow. <laughs> if you can send me your coordinates, that'd be great. Uh, and I'll share that. Uh, <laughs> Just kidding. I uh, went with some friends the other day, and we took a bunch. We did really well, and nice. they were looking through my pictures. Like, do not post that. You can tell what kind of trees. You right. can see the background. No one needs to know where our spot uh, is. Those are hardly guarded. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, definitely pause in here is there anything else you guys like want to share like is kind of like on your heart about anything um, doesn't have to be but I'm just curious I mean I just I don't know I mean I just just this moment you know this moment today was special with my son heck yeah it was real special you know I just uh I mean, I, there's no words to explain it, really. To tell you the truth, I mean, it's just, you know, life. Uh, you know, I got another chance of life, and I want to make the best out of it. And I want to be there for my kid, and I got to, I got that perfect opportunity to do it. Yeah, that's a really awesome perspective to have. Truly, I think that's amazing, and I hope that you know life is precious so just i hope people don't you know take it for granted and enjoy enjoy it like as much as they can can. yeah yeah everybody gets old and 
you know, that's one thing I don't want regrets of, you know, not being there for my son and, you know, not teaching him the things that I know about life. You yeah. Know. Well, you're well on your way. You've had a pretty epic year. <laughs> so congrats, Dominic. That's awesome. <laughs> well, I really appreciate you guys, like, just sharing this and your experience and just hearing from I think father son is is pretty cool and we need I want I want more of that I want more parents and their kids on on the show for sure and thank you again for your service and talking about just all of it sharing all of it I really appreciate it yeah I appreciate your support absolutely thank you again to Jeremy Carlos Dominic everybody at turkey camp who made this I got awesome experience for each other and for me. Biggest turkey I've ever got. And it was a great time. And I'll never forget my experience and the people that I met there, the stories that I heard, all of it. I'm extremely grateful and incredibly blessed to spend my extra time like this. And Giving Back Outdoors is officially up on social media, so I will put a link in the notes below. Please check them out. And until next time, thanks for listening, guys.